0: Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guide. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Welcome to the very first episode of Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm excited to get started. So I know that you're here to live your life purpose and you wanna do so in abundance. I truly believe that the key to doing it is in connecting to your intuition and your spirit guides, but the very first step is connecting to your intuition. You receive your spirit guides guidance Through your intuitive channels. And one of the biggest things that I'll hear is Whitney, I am not intuitive. I was not born with intuition or I had intuition and it's gone or it only comes when it needs to. And I'm here to tell you, no, it actually is. You are intuitive. You just need to find your intuitive language. You were born with it. Every single person in the world is born with it. It's up to you if you want to access it or not. And so if you're here, I know that you want to increase your intuition or understand it. So today, that's what I'm talking about. I'm gonna be going in depth in the four intuitive languages so that you start to understand how it can be coming in for you. And then I'm gonna be giving you a resource to help you understand it a little more. Okay, so there are four intuitive languages. So I like to take the woo and put it into step-by-step way of understanding. See, when I was young, I saw everything. I saw lots of spirit energy everywhere, and I had no idea what that meant. I would tell my parents that I saw someone, and they just kind of were like, oh, honey, that's your imagination. They didn't know how to deal with it or what to do about it. Literally, there was a time where I was really young and I saw a figure coming towards my bed in the middle of the night. And I thought it was my dad. I thought, why is my dad saying anything to me? And I kept saying, dad, 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 you know, what's going on? And dad never said anything. And I got really scared and I ran and I ran right through this figure to my mom and dad's room, made them check for footprints and all that stuff. Now, that story might scare you away, and let me tell you, the way that I teach and why I teach what I teach is because I don't want that to happen to you. I teach in a very simple way, but a very effective way, where I use spirit guides and intuition to help you feel safe and confident in your abilities. So if you had any worries about it, I'm here to calm those fears. With that being said, today, let's dive into the type so you can just start to even understand what your intuitive language may be. Okay, so there's four intuitive languages. There's the seer, the owl, the empath, and the channeler. I'm gonna break it down. So the seer is traditionally what we see in movies and television where you can see spirit, and it's just what I described seeing spirit when I was younger. You can see colors, though, or orbs. So perhaps you're in a dimly lit room. Maybe you're watching the TV and you see this flash of light go by. Well, that is your clairvoyance. Perhaps you are seeing images when you meditate, colors when you meditate. That is clairvoyance. Perhaps you see what looks like GIFs where they're moving pictures over and over. And you're like, what is this? That is clairvoyance. Perhaps you see a name when you close your eyes or a vision of a person or an object or an animal, or perhaps you see a symbol when you close your eyes and you're like, what is that? I don't know what that means. Those are called spirit symbols. And we'll get into that in a different episode. Just understanding that seeing spirit comes in many different ways. Yes. You could totally see a person standing right in front of you. However, it can also come in the form of the other things that I mentioned. So if you are seeing spirit, that is an indication that you are what I call a seer. Seers can have very vivid dreams and wake up and remember everything that you saw. If you are a visual learner, Perhaps you need to see things to make decisions. Perhaps you want to remember things through your visual channel. You could have a photographic memory or or maybe not. But when you wake up from a dream, you remember vividly what you saw, then chances are you are a seer. Now, it's going to be really important for you as a seer to pay attention to your eyes. Your eyes are literally sensitive. You might be using your sight and your day-to-day life. That's really important to you to comprehend and understand information and processing it. But also that's how your energy is coming through as well. So be nice to your eyes. It might be important for you to spend some time in darkness, like turning out the lights, allowing your eyes to rest and meditate or it might be important for you to have the colors that inspire you around. So when you start to understand, oh, wait a minute, this is how I operate my day-to-day life, color's important to me, maybe art is important to you, or what you're seeing, like I have to see something before I understand it. Oh, I might be a seer, okay. And then when it comes in and you develop your intuition, it is through those different channels. It can be seeing words, seeing names, seeing pictures, seeing faces, objects, colors, lights. Those are things that have to do with being a seer. Now, if you are an owl, an owl will hear the messages coming in from spirit. And one of the indications that you're an owl is that you might get songs stuck in your head. Another common thing is when you hear your name being called right before you go to sleep or right after you wake up. And you're like, what was that? Who was that? I don't even know. Well, that is because the energy is getting stuck in your audio channel for your clear audience. So you might hear messages coming in from spirit, from your intuition. And this can sound like your own inner reading voice. If it sounds like your own inner reading voice, that is when a lot of students come to me and say, Whitney, I'm really confused. I don't know what this could be. And I say, yeah, it's spirit talking to you. Your intuition's talking to you. But then they'll say, I don't know how to understand the difference between my intuition and I don't understand if this is my mind making it up. So I will always encourage them to clear their minds. And I'll get to some tips about how to hone your intuition here a little bit later on. So if you're an owl, it can also sound like an external voice too. You might feel like you're hearing a TV on. You're like, the TV's not on. What's going on here? That is how you're getting your messages. So if you're somebody that has to talk things out loud and talk to yourself as you're doing things, maybe you love music and it's always a part of your life, or perhaps you're like, I need silence. That can be an indication that you're just naturally an owl. And if your energy is naturally geared and you're an audio learner, hey, and you're listening to this podcast too, then you may consider yourself an owl because your energy is just wired naturally to receive information this way. And so if you're receiving information this way already, and this is how you process it, then it does make sense, right? That spirit, your intuition would be giving you energy and information that way too. Now let's talk about the empath. The empath is very sensitive through feeling things. So the empath has clairsentience. Now, if you're an empath, you might take on other people's emotions, other people's feelings. So maybe you're out and about in your day and then you come home and you're like, I feel awful. Why do I feel so awful? I don't know why I feel awful. And as long as your health is okay and in check, It could be that you picked up some yucky stuff out there in the world and you brought it into your energy. Empaths are like sponges. They take in information. And the key thing that I help my students with who are empaths is, hey, let's make sure that you're only bringing in positive and let's give you an aura bubble technique so that the heavy stuff just bounces off so that you're not constantly soaking in Everything to process through your filter because then it can get really confusing. Was this in my intuitive message? Is this somebody else's message? Are these my own feelings? Is this somebody else's stuff? What's going on here? Now, if you're an empath, you will feel the yeses or the noes strongly, such as a yes, this feels good in my gut. No, this doesn't. Or I don't know, because sometimes we have our own resistance to doing things because we might have a little bit of fear in there. So if you're an empath, it's going to be really important to practice some protection techniques so that your energy stays clear so that you can really understand that intuitive message that is coming in for you. So if you're a learner that likes to feel things and tangibly feel things and experience things, then most likely you're an empath as well. Now let's talk about the channeler. The channeler knows information. The channeler, I think, is the hardest intuitive type because a lot of people that think they're not intuitive fall into this category. However, they are so connected to their intuition, they don't even know. So let me tell you about the channeler. The channeler connects to intuition through their body and through the knowing. So channelers respond to their intuition through action and through a thought popping into their mind. And so what happens is they say, well, I didn't feel it. I didn't see it. And I didn't hear it. It must not be intuitive. I don't have intuition. However, their body is reacting to their intuition and they do so in action. So let me give you an example. Years ago in my first marriage. I was at my house and nobody else was there other than my three dogs and two cats at the time. And I was pissed. I was so mad because I knew my husband at the time had lost his wedding ring. I was so mad. And I was talking to myself out loud. I can't believe he lost his wedding ring. That's so irritating that he lost his wedding ring. And I had this went on for like five minutes as I was making myself dinner. To then I realized. Whitney, you must be crazy because nobody has told you that he lost his wedding ring. There's been no text. There's been no phone call. There's been nothing like you're just going on and on about this for no reason. So I got a little worried. And then he came home that night. No conversation happened. Woke up the next day. Nothing happened. Went out to lunch and he said, I lost my wedding ring last night or yesterday. And I laughed. Said, oh my God, I'm not mad. I'm just so happy that like, I feel like I really got a piece of information. So channelers respond to a knowing. It's just a knowing that arises seemingly out of nowhere. Also, it can just be a thought that pops into your mind. Like I need to call so-and-so. Oh, that person's calling me. Or I'm gonna pick up my phone. And as soon as you pick up your phone, you see that an important phone call is coming in channelers give other people advice and it sometimes doesn't have a filter like it's like hey let me just say all the things and then sometimes you're like what did i just say like what just came out of my mouth and the good news is most of the time it's wisdom from spirit (laughs) sometimes it's what they need to hear even if they don't like it (laughs) so channelers respond through knowing and also their body is their body heavy today like tired or is your body full of energy? So if you have something that you need to do and all of a sudden you're really tired and you're heavy, as long as your physical health is okay, there's probably an indication there that mm, not the most intuitive aligned thing for you. If your body is light and feeling really good, mm, probably an indication that yes, this is amazing for you. So those are a breakdown of the four intuitive languages. Now, here are things that you should know. You don't have to have just one. You can have a mixture of all of them, but everybody's mixture is unique. It's like your own recipe. Your energy is designed in a certain way. So your spirit guides are going to be giving you messages the way that it is designed to be received in your energy field. So some students come to me and they say, Whitney, I feel like my intuition isn't as good because I don't see spirit. And what I'll say is, I want you to learn to love the way your intuition comes in for you uniquely, and let's amplify that. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't learn other intuitive languages because we all have a mix. However, one is not better than the other. And so if you know that you are a channeler, let's amplify and love that and know that some of the other intuitive languages can be supportive of that as well. So everyone's intuitive. You just need to tune into how it is for you. So let me give you some tips to really help you get a little bit more clarity of how you can understand your intuitive messages. Number one, I always encourage you to be consistent with your intuition. So consistent, meaning allow yourself time in your day, five to 15 minutes is all you need to connect in with your intuition, allow that five to 15 minutes to do your intuitive exercises, because the more that you flex your intuitive muscle, and I say muscle in air quotes, the more that you will recognize the energetic imprint of your intuition. If I were to say, I'm going to go run five miles right now, I don't think my body would like it, and I don't think that it would feel very good, and I don't think that actually I could do it because I haven't trained for it. My body isn't used to it. So what do you do when you're training for a marathon? You're going to exercise consistently to train your muscles. If you want to really get good at receiving your intuitive messages, you want to be consistent and doing consistent exercises just like any skill, you want to make sure that you're practicing so that you have that muscle memory, so to speak. Okay. Another tip I want to give you is clear your mind. There is no way you can get intuitive messages clearly if your mind isn't clear. So if your mind is thinking about your grocery list and you're thinking about all the things you need to do, there is no way that when an intuitive message pops in, you're going to go, Oh, that was totally intuitive. So during that five to 15 minutes each day that I'm asking you to be consistent with, then during that time, you're basically saying I'm clearing my mind and anything coming in during that time when I'm doing my intuitive exercises is intuitive. So you're making time for it. You're creating space for it. So not only are you going to recognize that intuitive imprint, the energy around it, but you're also going to be recognizing your intuition, because your mind is clear. So it's easier to receive those messages. Now I do want to give you a different definition here of intuition. In case you're wondering intuition is you receiving messages from your spirit guides. They could also be from loved ones in spirit. It can also be energy from the spirit realm, from your intuitive realm, from your higher self, through your intuitive channels for you. So intuition is you receiving messages from spirit for your own benefit. Now, I just want to give a comparison here too, so you understand the difference. So when I talk about psychic, psychic is different than intuition. So let me give you some comparison definitions here too. When I talk about psychic, psychic is different from intuition. Psychic is literally mind to mind. So your energy connecting with the energy of something else, it does not involve spirit guides. It does not involve spirit realm at all. So intuition is you connecting to spirit for your own benefit. Psychic is just feeling energy around. So if you were to go into a place that has kind of weird energy or positive energy, and you, you experience that, that would be coming in from a psychic place telepathy is in that psychic place too. Now I want to talk about mediumship too, just to get really clear. Mediumship is different in intuition in the sense that you're getting messages from spirit guides and loved ones in spirit, but you're delivering that message to somebody else. So when I talk about intuition, I just want to be really clear about what I'm talking about. You getting guidance from the divine for your own benefit to help you live your life purpose, make aligned decisions to help you get that kind of a oomph into the right direction. So what are spirit guides? Who are spirit guides? What's going on here? Spirit guides are guides that 95% of the time are not your family members that have passed into spirit. So they are spirit guides who have training to help you move to your next level, to help you walk on your path. Your spirit guides sometimes are called guardian angels. Even though spirit guides and angels are totally different, it's totally okay if you want to call them guardian angels. So they're here to help you. They are here to guide you, to teach you, and to protect you as well. So anytime you're doing these intuitive exercises, anytime you're clearing your mind, it's really nice to call in your spirit guides so that they can hold space for you. They are aware that you're connecting and obviously you want to communicate with them too, right? All right. I think I've given you a lot to think about today. So here's what I'd like for you to do. You can go to messengerspiritcom forward slash quiz. And in there, you will find your most likely primary intuitive language. And I'll send you a video explaining more about your intuitive language. Then I'd love for you to get acquainted with your intuitive language and take some time to reflect on, oh my goodness, that was an intuitive message, or huh, how have I not been receiving my intuitive messages because I thought it was supposed to go in a different way. Maybe there's different expectations that you might have had. Then I'd love for you to just simply say out loud to your spirit guides, thank you for being here. And I'm open to receiving more intuitive messages through my intuitive language. Then let me know how it goes. You can join the conversation over in my free Facebook group, messengerspirit.com forward slash group. I hope you have fun identifying your intuitive language and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review, and a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerofspirit.com, and you can take the Four Intuitive Languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at Messenger of Spirit. If you want to continue the conversation, join my free Facebook group at messengerofspirit.com forward slash group. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to stand spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.